One year ago, three people sat down together virtually and decided that the world needs a podcast where three white men discuss football. <laughs> One year on, football is a side dish to the main course of fish cakes, wrong ends, and a dodgy football agent. It's the one-year anniversary of Alternative Wales, the podcast. I'm your host, Ryan, and I'm joined by someone who'd rather not be here tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Rodri Davis. Rodri, how are you? Uh, Cataclysmically hungover. Uh, It's probably quite appropriate for the one-year anniversary because I feel like I've been like this far too often. But uh, no, this is up there with the worst I've (laughs) felt. So, yeah. Very on Uh, brand. I think. Yeah. Um, I need to change that brand pronto, I think. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Summer's coming yeah. up, Rod. It does this is this is only the beginning really. <sighs> the, the first uh, bank holidays. And You're pushing uh, me deeper into the abyss here with this talk. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh and Kaus couldn't be bothered to be here tonight. Um <laughs> obviously hates the podcast. Um so joining us is the man who missed so Rodri could score. <laughs> um, oh. Off the bench, Lewis Sharp. How are you, mate? Uh, good, thanks. I'm similar to Rod, um, I think. Uh, really heavy weekend. Uh, bank holiday weekend mixed with I've not been home since December to so see all my mates. And then disaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't drink, but I'm still feeling the effects of the weekend. Four late nights. Uh, I drove home on Sunday night. Uh and I think I almost fell asleep at the wheel. So there we are. You can have that one. Could have kid. Could have caused a pile up. Who knows? What an episode. Could have met a motorcyclist on the way. <laughs> yeah, don't mention the motorcyclist, Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, right. Let's talk about some happy stuff. Starting with um, a question from uh, the Flandrick Major account um, who have asked us uh, what's the best hangover cure? Asking for mm. a friend. So uh, those who don't know, um, if you don't if you don't follow the domestic game, uh, the fairy tale was complete. Ladrick Major uh, won the Cymru South with a game to spare with a three-one victory over um, Undy. Uh, my good pal uh, of many years, Bobby Jones, scored the second goal, so I'm very proud of him. Just want to put that on record. Um, but yeah, it's done. Obviously, we've been following it um, most of the season. Um, if uh, we will, we don't need to go into the licensing stuff. We've mentioned it. Whatever happens, happens now. But regardless of what happens, it's a hell of a, um, a hell of an achievement for them, and totally deserved because it's a really good club on and off the pitch. I went on Friday, almost five hundred people there. Sun was out. Good football. Good atmosphere. That is what Welsh domestic football all, is all about. So, uh, congratulations from Alternative Wales from uh, fourth yeah. Plantwood Major. Um, a real real good season and uh, would be nice to have them as an addition in the Cymru Premier next season but if not we'll still enjoy them in the Cymru South um, so moving on to the Cymru Premier um, let's talk uh, the league obviously two games over the weekend Friday and Monday and I think a few of the uh, uh, specifics have been worked out obviously TNS won the league uh, a number of weeks ago now but uh, Bala uh, following a victory over Carnarvon and Newton's defeat to TNS secured uh, European football. Um, Lewis, obviously, uh, Bala, you've seen them a couple of times this season already. Uh, yes. Didn't have the greatest of starts, but they've really just pushed through and have been uh, phenomenal, really, uh, the second half of the season. Yeah, um, like what you said, right? I think me and you saw them on the first day of the season against Penabon. 
uh, I feel like Penabot could have won that game really, and yeah. uh, it didn't seem to kick on until late. But um, I feel like the trajectory of them compared to Penabont, they've literally just like crossed each other when Penabont were sort of second for quite a big spell of the season and then dropped off. And Bala, you know, is to use a cliche, but they picked up form at the right time, really, I think. Mm, yeah, definitely. And, uh, you know, Chris Venables hasn't had his greatest scoring season, but it's been, you know, they've made up for that. You know, Dean Ebb was a uh, a brilliant sign-in um, yeah, in, yeah. in January from TNS. Will Evans has had the season of his life, obviously, including the Wales Sea heroics. Um, so, yeah, it's, it, I mean, I'm, they're one of those sides that they just they just got everything right, haven't they? And they just get everything right, and they're, they're always there or thereabouts. And, you know, yeah. who knows, a bit of investment, they, they might not be too far off off TNS. Um when it comes to Europe though, obviously, uh they lost to Larn, I think, last season. Not um yes. not the coastal yeah. town in West Wales. Um I think they were they Northern Irish? Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, they were Northern Irish. I I knew they were from Ireland somewhere. Um but yeah, I mean can we expect much from them? I know it's really hard to say at this point, but obviously they go into the conference league. Um and we don't really know what sort of opponent they can get, but truly they're a bit more prepared this year. And obviously this, the COVID situation has improved. I know they suffered a bit last year. Do you think they can, you know, maybe get a result? Um, well, we, we saw CNS do really well in Europe last season. Uh, I think they won quite a few games. Um, Bala, obviously, like what you mentioned last season, they weren't, they were really up to scratch. I, I was at their game against Lan, um, at, uh, they played in Oswald street at CNS. Um, I don't. I feel like Europe's obviously a way to make the coming Premier teams more sustainable. And every time they're in Europe, they get more money, which means that they can invest more into their squad, like what Bala have done. You know, getting people like Will Evans and Dean Abbey, like you just mentioned, then um, must come out. You know, quite a pretty penny really to pay wages for those type of players. Or you know, not wages, but to play fee, pay fees for them. Um, I'd like to think they can do well. Um, but then, like what you said, it's, it's luck of the draw, really. Depends who you get. Um, uh, I feel like the Cymru Prem teams do need to sort of kick on a bit this year and get our coefficient back, um, obviously with only three teams going into Europe this season. But I, I quite like Bala as a club, really. Um, like what you mentioned, they're, they're quite well run, quite a lot of likeable players in their team, and I would quite like to see them do well in Europe. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's for you know, they are essentially a village um you know a, a very small population they punch above their weight if we're talking about like yeah. you know, s- size of the football club um and yeah I, I i i enjoy watching them and like you said they're just a likable team um and fingers crossed they can kick on next season do well in europe um and who knows maybe give tns a bit of a run in the league next season yeah um, yeah well no it's gonna be that's, that's what the beauty of europe is is that the more the longer they're in Europe, the more sustainable they become. If they're getting, you know, a, I'm not sure how much money, but you know, I've I've seen numbers quoted, sort of like a million pound per round. Yeah. If if you go quite a few rounds in, if you win two games, that, that's a lot of money for a small club like like Balar. Well, not a small club, but you know, for a local team like Balar. Um, and I feel like Colin Caton deserves it as well because. He's obviously, I think I saw something recently, he's the longest serving manager in Britain, I think. Like, I is, think he's... Is he really? I didn't realise, that's mad. I guess Gavin I, Chesterfield's got to be up there with him as well. Yeah, yeah. Off the top of my head, I think. 
I might be, I might have completely mixed the two up. I think yeah. it's over seven hundred games he's managed, Bala. Wow. Well, was he, t- he took them from relative obscurity, really, didn't he? And sort yeah, of... they were in the Wrexham leagues when he took over, I think. Mad. Quite a few divisions below, and then he's made them into a really quite sustainable like, and well-run club. I mean, I don't know much of his background. Has he got a playing background, or is he just like a local lad that's just took um, over the team and just done well at it? I know his son plays for Shrewsbury. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure of his footballing exploits when he was playing, but I know he, I think he owns a building company oh there we I are think. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll just research I'm, I'm sure he's managed over 700 games it rings a bell and I know Gavin Chesterfield hit 500 this year was it I think um, yeah we'll get on to Barry shortly but, yeah, yeah um, in March 2021 uh, his 700th game uh, and it was away against Barry so wow so what what, what year did he join Baller? Does it say there? I'll, I'll have a look. This um, is top quality podcasted research. Yeah, on we've the done game. our research <laughs> <laughs> on the hoof. Uh, yeah, <laughs> wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, Two thousand and three slash four. Bloody um, hell! Uh, tier three Welsh National League Wrexham area Premier Division. Wow. So yeah, that is incredible when you put it like that. So uh, yeah, fair play to Colin Cat and Abala. Uh, a great season and thoroughly deserved second spot. Um, Obviously, the rest of the league has slowly but surely taken for, uh, taken form. Pennebont, obviously, um, you know, I've watched them a lot this season. Um, the, the worst injury crisis I've ever seen at a football club. Um, you know, starting five academy players on the weekend, five on the bench, finishing with ten. Um, one man sent off. It's just been a bit of a series of unfortunate events for Pennebont. And obviously, there is definitely, I was going to say there's one eye on the final, but I think it's safe to say both eyes are on the Welsh Cup final in a, in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah. So um, uh, we'll obviously be covering that when it comes around. Newtown in third. So they will, at the moment, uh, get, they'll get uh, Europe if TNS beat Pennebont um, for the Welsh Cup. So the uh, European spot will go for the league. Carnarvon, what a, a cracking. Second phase, really finishing fourth, considering you know they were only in there because Connors Key had the points deduction. Um, they've they've done really really well and finished fourth. Um, Flint in fifth, uh, again, bit like uh, Pennebont, where they started very strongly. They blew teams away at the end, but I think they went on a mental. Re- I think they might have lost seven in a row before playing Pennebont on the weekend. So um, not the greatest of second half of the seasons for them. And now we get on to uh, the um, the second half of the league. Um, unfortunately, on the weekend, uh, results uh, meant that Barry uh, will guaranteed, uh, guaranteed to finish in 11th, uh, which means if uh, either Slantwick Major or Pontypridd Town uh, have their licence appeal overturned, Barry will be playing in the Cymru South next year. David Collis has asked, what's gone wrong for Barrytown? Um, they don't seem to have lost many players this season, just not kept up with the progress of other Cymru Premier sides. Um, Lewis, you've watched plenty of Barry over the last few seasons. What, what, what have yeah. you made of their season this year? Because it is, it is unprecedented when you look at their, you know, the last three, four, five seasons, since they've, well, essentially since they got promoted again. Um, what's gone wrong this year? Yeah, um, obviously one of the biggest clubs in Wales um not even just domestic teams either you see like you know you've you've seen the games that they've played um in the late 90s and stuff I quite I quite often see 
videos resurfacing and stuff like that. But um, I don't know. I, I feel like it, it just seems a bit stale every time I go and watch Barry. They've got a lot of players who've been there for a long time and I feel like they haven't really reinvested into the... They, they've let players go but haven't really brought many players in. Um, mm. And, you know, like what... Um, like Colin Cates and Gavin Chesterfield's been there a long time. I'm not sure about the sort of coaching staff that have been around or anything, but it just feels like they've sort of stagnated and got a bit stale this season. Um, yeah, yeah I, I, it's difficult to say really because you know I, they they really can turn up and play well on a get on a day, but then at the same time they're they're you know losing and drawing games that they should be winning. It's it's, it's really quite bizarre. Um, and I'm not really sure if if I had the answer to how to Im- how to improve them, I'd be in the in the um, dugout, I think. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's a strange one, like you said, nothing's changed, and maybe that's where the issue lies. Yeah, um, you know, yeah. a very similar bunch of players. Uh, I think they maybe brought in a couple of new lads this year and lost a couple, but they were, you know there was no massive uh, turnover of players um, that can happen at this level. Um, what do you reckon? Maybe that the success or emergence of teams like Pennebont and um, Cardiff Met in the area have just taken away their ability to attract certain players? Because obviously Barry, for a long, long time, were the only side in the top division in the sort of the the Cardiff area and that sort of massive population, um, uh, you know, massive population that is in, you know, South Wales, the Valleys and and um, Cardiff, and basically between Swansea and Newport. Do you think that might have played into it? Yeah. Um, they obviously would have had a massive catchment area before, but then you see Pennebont have got a lot of local young lads coming through there. Um, most of their team comes from, you know, surrounding areas. Um, and then Cardiff Met. I, I, I wouldn't say that really Cardiff Met. Although, yeah, to be fair, they're... Their players do come through the. I'm not too like clued up on the the rules to play for them, but I guess if they're in the university, they can come from anywhere really. Um, yeah, but I I definitely say Pennebont have sort of taken over, and to be honest, looking at the two teams, if I was a really good, well, I am a really good, but if I was an even better <laughs> footballer, that, in that the, mess says differently. The other hey, hey, hey. You know, I, I got compared to Dan James and he's yeah. a yeah. quite a good yeah, footballer. Yeah, true enough, yeah. Um, but yeah, if, if I was sort of coming through and or being released by an academy uh, in that sort of area, I, I think I'd rather go to play for Pennebont, to be honest. I feel like they've got a bit more about them. It seems like they've got a better structure. Mm. And yeah, I it's difficult and you know it's it's been quite sad i think couch touched on it last week that sort of the attendances at barry haven't been as much as what you'd expect and what they have been getting over the last few years and i, I think i see quite a lot on twitter that they're not happy with the structure of the league and stuff yeah so it's it's not really um it is, it is quite sad if they are to go down because they are you know they've been a mainstay in the league for for a long time i think yeah and i mean obviously one of the bigger clubs yeah, if I mean if they do go down, stuff, stuff, stuff like that can reinvigorate a club. You know, it can they'll be winning games next season. Um, they'll yeah. be playing 
more derbies. You know, they they may end up well if they go down, they won't play Atlantic Major because obviously it would mean uh, that they won't play each other. But they're obviously very local. But so, the, but there's plenty of other teams in that area that they would come up against, and you know that can win over a fan base. Obviously, if you don't go up at the first or second time of asking, that's when it starts to get difficult. But I'd, I I think they'll bounce back with the with the facilities they have, and you know I don't know what Gavin Chesterfield is going to do. Maybe he he thinks he's done all he can and he's going to walk away, and they'll bring a new man in and uh, change the game. But um, but yeah, it's it's a shame. I mean, Rod, obviously you're uh, more of a legacy fan of this league, and I'm, I, I imagine <laughs> you know the Barrytown yeah. teams from the late nineties, early two thousands. Obviously, before they they went under first time around, it's a shame a club of that size. It is. It's had, like well. It's, it's a bit like what Kaus was saying last week as well. You, you're losing a well-supported team, or well, like Lewis did say, maybe not so much this season in terms of numbers, but they're they're very vocal fan base, and they, you know, it's a shame to lose a team with like a proper, proper um, good support base. So, because I'm not don't like to dig out other teams like TNS and things too much, but um, well, you can make your own mind up if I do or not, but you know. You're getting more teams like that in the league, where whereas you might, from the outside, you looking in, you want you want the league to have a bunch of teams that are well well followed and getting good crowds. So, I don't know. It's just it just seems a bit like that like that to me. Um, in terms of you losing a yeah, well, and like you said, <laughs> sorry. the hangover is kicking in big time now. <laughs> It's a reason I haven't spoken much till now, but um, no, yeah, it's just the uh, looking back at it when I started taking an interest back in the day, Barry Tam were the big team, weren't they? So, yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, it's a shame to see them in that relegation spot. So, yeah, uh, but also, is it the chips you had there when you went a few years ago, the worst possibly at any football ground in the world? <laughs> Yeah, there, there is that, but I don't like to dig people up for that. Maybe they just had a bad day at the office, kind of thing. We all have them. So. Yeah, bad chips. It's, we've all had. We've all had bad chips. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, they, had, yeah. They, had, they had they had some good pre-match music, which made up for it, though. Oh yeah, what was it? Uh, uh, always always uh, bit of Pet Shop Boys. Uh, yeah, yeah. Always got time for some Pet Shop Boys before a game, like uh, yeah, always. Did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, elsewhere, then in the uh, in the Cymru South and um, the Cymru Premier, even um, Aberystwyth beat Barry to secure their safety. They're up to um, up to eighth in the league. Um, you know, surviving another time, still unrelegated. So uh, fair play, the Aberystwyth Soul Crew. I've seen on Twitter making lots of noise at Jenna Park, um, and I also saw someone point out that a photo of their flag with a fish on, <laughs> had more likes than TNS's post about them being champions. Um, <laughs> so that made me laugh. Um, so yeah, yeah, fair play to those lads. A good result. Um, and uh, another season in the Cymru Premier. Cardiff met top of the, of, of the second half, so they'll probably go into the playoffs as it stands. Although Aberystwyth still got every chance. Um, as the Haverford West. As the Connors Yeah, only, only that... one point between them, I think. Between yeah, two points Cardiff between met Cardiff Met and Connors Key. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, that's what's going to be played for going into the last day of the season on the weekend. Uh, who gets into the playoffs, which will be for a place in the whatever the sponsorship name is, the Scottish Challenge Cup used to be the Iron Brew Cup. I think it was a Tunnox Caramel Tea Cake Cup. For what a while. else is there left in the stereotypical Scottish brands? Yeah, the Haggis so. Cup. 
Um, yeah, so they might the be... Buckfast Cup. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's the one, yeah. Yeah, so uh, they'll be competing for a place in that next season. Um, not quite the carrot on the stick that Europe is, but uh, might be a few nice trips for whoever gets there. Um, so that's the Cymru Premier this week. Obviously, finishes on the weekend. Uh, we'll have a quick chat about Wrexham. Um, a strange weekend for Wrexham. It went really yeah. well, but it could have gone better. Um, yeah. So they won on Friday. They they drew on Friday, won all to Solihull. And won four nil. It was four nil in the end yesterday, wasn't it? Four nil, yeah. Yes, yeah. Against Altrinum. Um but Stockport County lost on Friday, um, and scored a ninety-second minute winner uh, mm. uh, yesterday on Monday. Um, so it, as it currently stands, Stockport are on eighty-five points. Wrexham are on seventy-eight points. Rod, like I said, it was a good weekend, but it's probably a missed opportunity, isn't it? Yeah. You feel you feel it. It was this weekend was the one that. They they could have made some real ground up on them if if a few different things went different ways like the Solial I I did follow Kaus's tweets and he he did say to be fair to Solial they were very good outfit and uh, a point wasn't too bad there but then Stockport go and beat them mm. on the Monday don't they so and you know if if Stockport dropped the points on the Monday you know you 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 might sense a bit of fear but that last minute winner for them you. I think that's going to be enough for them now um, to carry them through. There's going to be a bit of momentum after a late winner. Mm. You know how it does for team morale when you get a late win. Everyone's yeah. on a high then. So, yeah, it's a shame because Wrexham looking really good and I, I don't see them dropping too much points now in the last few games. So, just got a feeling that's probably that for the chance of automatic and that's the that's the real shame is that there is only one automatic spot because yeah, um, you know, I think they both deserve to go up. Yeah, uh, I mean, two, so. when you look at the bottom half of League Two, I mean, probably you could argue that the top four or five, maybe I'm looking at the league table now. You know, some of the names that are at the top around top of the league: Chesterfield, Grimsby, Notts County, Torquay. You know, they're all Halifax as well. You know, they're all ex. Yeah. Um, football league clubs and then you've got you know new i say new clubs or clubs that have you know emerged in the last few years that are doing really well solihull boreham wood bromley etc yeah. they're all top half of the league um and i think i think that if they had that extra spot i'm assuming there is no extra spot or automatic spot because i think the football league it would be threatened by these sides because you could see stockport going up this season and hopefully wrecks yeah. with them and they they're not going to be in and around the relegation zone with the, the money that these clubs have um you know usually the teams that no. go down every every year are the two most badly run teams in that division aren't they look at scunthorpe they've that, just been sort of declining over the last few years if if you ask me that is part of the problem though that teams see getting relegated to the conferences like a like a um I can't think of the word shot to the head like kind of <laughs> you, yeah you, you could get stuck because you can't get back up because there's such a limited kind of spaces to get back up yeah so look at Wrexham they've been however many years it is now 16 years something like that is it yeah I think it's been it's because it's because of the lack of spots or to go up you know the playoffs is always a lottery whatever division you're in, in yeah any, in any kind of playoff system so you know, Wrexham could end up in the playoffs now, second place, and miles ahead of whoever's behind them, and they could still not go up. And I don't know. I I think an extra spot, an extra relegation spot from League Two to Conference might kind of 
even things up a bit, if you ask me, kind of make it not such a disaster to get relegated from League Two because, you know, there's a lot of teams do go down from League Two to the conference that do kind of, you know, re-galvanise and might not get top spot, but they're up there. So, you know, if, if there was an f- extra automatic spot to fight for, yeah, I don't think it would be seen as such a bloody disaster going down. But that is the trouble with the relegation for most leagues now. It's like a nail in the coffin a lot of the time. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah, those sort of the big leagues, you know, dropping from the Premier League to the Championships. Is, yes. You know, it's not a given anymore. It's be- and even dropping from the Championships to League One is is unforgiving. You know, looking yeah. at the size in League One. I'm, I'm just looking now. I knew there was one occasion where uh, it was 2011-12. Uh, Wrexham finished on 98 points but wasn't yeah. enough to gain automatic promotion. And then they ended up, uh, they were f- five points off Fleetwood. And look at Fleetwood, I think they might be League One at the moment, but they've been, you know, up, up quite far and ended up losing in the playoffs to Luton. And look at Luton, they might well be a Premier League club uh, come come August. So, um, so yeah, it's fine margins. But, uh, I, I, you know, if they don't go up this year, they're going to be in such a good position to go up next year. I mean, um, Lewis, you've seen them a few times this season as well. I mean, yeah. They, the signings in January, they've really kicked on, and I think if it doesn't happen in the playoffs for whatever reason, the lottery of the playoffs, I think they could well, um, you know, run the show next season, couldn't they? Yeah, yeah. I feel like the the running the risk of stagnating again one one more year, um, especially considering the players they've got now really are conference level players, you know, mm. League One, League Two standard players. So uh, I just feel like their time is now, hopefully. Um, and I know, you, uh, I I live with a diehard Wrexham fan, and he just feels like he doesn't want to be in this league for another season. Just you, sort of you, you have got as quick as possible. You have got to say though, it's for Wrexham because of their financial stability. Now, it's not. It's going to be not nice for the fans to have to miss out once again. But like like you said, Marchi, it's not the biggest disaster if they are still down the next year because you can see them dominating the way they're playing now and if they keep things at an even keel and maybe add a one or two extra League One players, yeah. <laughs> players of the year or something, yeah. you know. Yeah, but, exactly. Yeah. Um, let's, hope, let's hope they do make it though, but you know. Yeah, absolutely. And I think uh, there is more of a, um, even more of a, what's the word? Um, even more reason for Wrexham to win the league now uh, with the announce, announcement of the f- new new fixture dates for for June for the Welsh games. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the, we as as we have um, we spoke about the potential that the playoff final will clash with, uh, well, the Wales playoff final. So uh, I really hope for Wrexham fans' sake that they go up automatically and they don't have to worry about that. But um, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Um, yeah, not a great weekend for Newport County, on the other hand. Two defeats, uh, losing on Friday 2-1 to Crawley and beat, uh, losing 1-0 to Sutton. Uh, another example of a team that's come up from the, uh, from the conference there and done really well. Uh, they're sitting 10th, uh, three points outside of the playoffs. Um, obviously, League One is, uh, you know, as ever, ridiculously close. Um They've only got uh, three games left, though, now to try and catch. Uh, at the moment, it's Tramia Rovers in seventh. Um, but they look like to be faltering. They've only won one in their last six. So um, who knows? I think there's, there's there's loads to play for there and uh, plenty of twists and turns coming up. We'll catch up with Billy Webb 
um, when the season concludes uh, to talk about them. Uh, Rodri, uh, can you please uh, sound the four all klaxon, please? <laughs> yeah, that's what the, I like to do on a four all. Yeah, for the first time on the podcast, we hear the four all klaxon. Uh, Swansea fans won't want to hear the four all klaxon, though. Uh, four went up against Reading on Monday. Uh, finished with four all. Probably put um, put to bed any distant uh, late playoff surge. But um, I think they're finishing the season on a high, uh, despite throwing away. And they got a penalty finally. So congratulations yeah. to Swansea. Just Cardiff now in the in the championship who haven't had a penalty this season. Um, Is it? Yeah, oh, Cardiff and Swansea were the last two. And it, um, it does go. It does go a bit like that though. I remember Leeds in the championship didn't have one for over a year, and it was just yeah. Like, it's, but I, I don't think there's any conspiracy. I just think that's just how it goes. And yeah, I also think Cardiff players just don't get anywhere near the box enough to, <laughs> to, to, to draw fouls. Um, yeah. I think it's just Cardiff and Port Vale now in the ninety-two that have never haven't had a penalty this season. So uh, we've got a few weeks yet uh, to go a full yeah. season. Um, yeah, so Swansea, uh, again, I think that's their season as good as done now. Um, a late charge of the playoffs was speculative, considering how yeah. good how good everyone around the playoffs is. Usually at this point, someone's shit in the bed, aren't they, you know? Um, it was it, it was never likely with the Swans. Like, it, as a fair few months ago, they, they they needed to start picking up then. This only recently, you know, they've, I know they had about 15 games unbeaten, but, you know, it's only recently they've put wins together consistently. Yeah. But, um, one thing I will say is, at least it seems to be quite entertaining end of the season, considering it is mid-table mediocrity. Yeah, at least they're getting some goals, and you know, absolutely. Sometimes that's that's all you that's all you can hope for in the championship when your season's fucked by by January. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, on the other end of the spectrum, Cardiff City lost one nil at home to Luton Town. Uh, mm. That's all that needs to be said. Um, absolutely. <laughs> Ter- that, that was Cardiff's 12th home loss this season, which is a record since they got promoted to the championship in um, 2003. So uh, a very bad season all around for Cardiff. Yeah. Um, hopefully um, a bit of uh, bit of change this summer. Um, I think Swansea are in a nice place actually to, to make a bit of a playoff charge next season as well. Um, I think they'd be good money to make the top six next year. So uh, funny games of the championship will continue, but I think for both clubs now that's... Uh, that's 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 the season done. Yeah, get, um, on, get on the beach now. Get on the beach. Cardiff have been on the beach, I think, since <laughs> since August. Yeah, get uh, off the beach, Cardiff. Get we play that. <laughs> um, so yeah, that that is the roundup of the Welsh clubs. Uh, we are. We will mention Aaron Ramsey. Looks like he's out for the season. Done his hamstring. Uh, Lewis just it's just shit news, and hopefully he will be ready by June. But uh, I'm not holding my breath. Yeah. Um... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think so- Sober Thomas, Sober Thomas yeah. is on went left the ground on crutches the other day as well. So um, oh, that's also not good. Um, but there we are. Just wanted to you know leave it on a on a on a depressing note. Um, but uh, mm. but yeah, um, that is this yeah. week in Welsh football. Unless I'm missing something. Um, I'm, no, I'm, I'm just not. gonna go. Sit, I'm just gonna go sit in my car and cry now for sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, by all means. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll uh, yeah. Recon- we'll reconvene for uh, wrong another week uh, in a bit after we've spoken to Adrian Phillips. Adrian Phillips, are you there? <laughs> yes, I'm here, Bright. Nice can. What have you got there? 
Skull. Skull. Where have you acquired that from? Uh, never mind. Well, actually, it's left over from the Don Chaguera nightclub. <laughs> <laughs> so that uh, that um, venture didn't go to plan then, did it? I was a roaring success, mate. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Barmouth has ever seen so many people. So is that, is that why you couldn't make it last week? Yeah, I had to organise it. I had to get. I had fighting Phil Phillips on, on. <laughs> <laughs> and he's uh, quite a big deal in the Downshire scene. So I had four thousand people through the door. They own, uh, this place. Know. Don't tell anyone. The place only legally holds five hundred. <laughs> did you did you get your risk assessment done? What's that? That's <laughs> <laughs> what Tony usually starts out to do. Uh, risk assessment is if I don't make any of money. Which is probably most of the time. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a good weekend. I ran out of Double Dragon. Uh, people were drinking Funk Cowl. <laughs> uh, what what is Funk illegal. Cowl? Yeah, any yeah. idea? I, you know, I read Arlo won't tell me, but there was some people in a drastic mess after <laughs> Funk Cowl. <laughs> some people might be off work this week because of it. Yeah. Yeah, let's put it like this. There was no vegetables in it, Bri. Right, okay, okay. I'll leave yeah. the rest of the imagination of the listener then. Uh, yeah, and, and, and very much my imagination, because Red Allen still won't tell me what was in it. <laughs> right, have you been doing any of your uh, day job, or are you concentrating on the nightclub scene now? Yeah, I have, yeah. I've got a player at last, sorry. I'm back on track now. I've only got one, though. Oh, right, okay. Um, who? His name's Blinf. <laughs> <laughs> Don't try that one again. <laughs> You right, mate? <laughs> so, uh, sorry, I just witnessed a car crash. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I um, I want to play a few Blinfair Watnick. <laughs> <laughs> Say that again, mate. Blinfair Watnick. Uh, he's a Dutch bricklayer. Well, he's a Dutch striker. He's also a bricklayer by the looks of it. Right. Uh, yeah, he's, he lives in the St. Gavney area. He's strong in the air. And uh, he smells of strong fags. <laughs> <laughs> Very little is known about his footballing past, as he won't tell anyone, uh, which doesn't help me getting him a club. But yeah, he's based in Clangevny. He's recently playing for some club up there. I can't even remember who. Uh, doesn't even say. Uh, think of a club. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, Lewis, you played up in that part of the world. Yeah. No, it's it? not that club. It's Lansana, and he's been playing with Lansana. with Kaus. Yeah, with uh, <laughs> with uh, Leon Gurk up front. He's been banging them in. Uh, apparently, his walls are not level though, so you know he's a bricklayer. Not much of a bricklayer, no, right? No, more more not. of a footballer than a bricklayer. Yeah, that's saying um, something probably. Uh, yeah, he's, he's... probably he's probably got more information about his bricklaying. You know him though with his reports. <laughs> yeah. Nothing to do with the football. Is I it? have actually, if yeah. you want to know, he worked for Persimmon. He worked for Westbury. <laughs> <laughs> Has he got a nail gun um, license? No, no, he's oh. Dutch and he's yeah, he doesn't care about them. He's uh, <laughs> he has a van. He can so he's willing to travel. Right. The tank's not very big, so he can only go as far down as probably I don't know, Casus. Okay, that's pretty pretty decent area to cover then. Yeah, not too bad. Yeah, yeah. Plenty so of football yeah. clubs up there. Blinfair Watnick. Blinfair Blin Watnick. Yeah, at least it's yeah. a memorable name. Yeah, I was going to say, how is, how is that name so hard to say? Well, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm sure you pronounced it differently earlier as well. <laughs> yeah. Try reading it, mate. <laughs> Can you remind it? Conflab, what was his name? 
<laughs> Comes from aggregates. <laughs> That's another company used to work for. Oh, right, Phillips, big summer coming up for you. Uh, obviously, the season's nearly ended. Have you got your eyes on uh, any moves for any of your current uh, players, or are we going to cross that bridge when we get to it later in the summer? Some or all of them, probably. Then. Yeah. Well, I'll just say this. It depends if you actually uh, um, pay any heed to the transfer market and the transfer window. Heed? <laughs> yeah. What are you on about? Big words, yeah. No? Yeah, uh, I... I, I, I Tend to get my players signed up on the slide, you know, between right. transfer windows. Okay. So, uh, but actually thinking about it, I don't get anyone signed up, do I? No, obviously not. No. So I'm beginning but... to think everything you say is made up. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> I'm uh, yeah. I've got some moves and uh, moves in the pipeline. So I think probably next week, if uh, uh, Wi-Fi reception allows, I'll do a bit of a, a special on that. Oh great! And then maybe on deadline day in uh, at the end of August or whenever it is, uh, we can have another uh, player auction. Yeah, hopefully we can get uh, the Aragloid on live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be ideal. Uh, yeah, I've got a bit of a scoop through, by the way. All oh, right, okay, hit me. Tommy Kaus is currently in London speaking to the Daily Mail. Oh, mm. so that way he's not on the show tonight. Ah, the anniversary yeah. show. Yeah, he's gone to London. To talk to the Daily Hail. I mean, the Daily... Well, the same thing. Daily Fail. Yeah, with that yeah. as well. Yeah. Dear, dear, dear. Yeah, so... About what? Yeah. What's he talking to him about? About a job, mate. About a job? <laughs> working for them. Yeah, working for them. <laughs> yeah, so the uh, socialist values have been thrown out the window. <laughs> there we are. There we yeah, are. That is, I understand that is a personal attack on Tommy Kaus, but... Uh, we'll have to approach him for comment in the week now. Yeah, yeah what's he going to do? An exclusive. Yeah. yeah well, branching into journalism as well, you Phillips, eh? <laughs> yeah. with these uh, scoops. You yeah. Next week, I'll give you more. Uh, Great. Can't wait already. Good, good tease there. Rodney <laughs> signed for TNS. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> yeah, well, but I Mike... saw you with Mike Harris in the weekend, mate. <laughs> <laughs> with a green and white scarf on. Uh, yeah. Doing yeah. Valium in Brighton. <laughs> Again, no, Mike Harris. Again, no yeah. comment. <laughs> I'd like to say that uh, I didn't actually see Mike Harris doing Valium because he is literally the type of bloke who would take me to court for that. So I really yeah. don't want that Mike, on the I, record. I will comment that that's complete fabrication from this <laughs> chancellor of an agent. I would like to add as well, we do all respect TNS's wishes to play in the English League. Is that what they do want to do? Yeah, get him in the Isthmian. Premier League or whatever. The Shropshire be. Sunday League or something. <laughs> the bin. Up the Arbasol crew. Yeah. Well, thanks for this. I've got nothing else to say. I've got a big expose next week. Well, I haven't got a big expose. That's a lie. But i got some more players for next week. Another lie. Like Rod, <laughs> like Rod said earlier, starting to think that everything you say is made up, Phillips. Well, I've got files and files of currently unattached players, which are still unattached <laughs> and have been for nearly a year now. Great. So, uh, yeah. do, doing such a good job, mate. I'm looking forward to hearing what you've got to say next week. Probably very little. <laughs> yeah. All right, and Rod, do you want to do the honours? Yeah, off you go, Phillips. You fucking piper. <laughs> <laughs> you love Tim Harris. <laughs> do, who's Tim, Tim Harris? Har- who's that? The old Newport County manager from the mid-2000s. Ah, right. Come on, boys. Right, sorry. And the other Tim. Come on, off you go. 
Ten. <laughs> it's Bongen of the week time. Uh, as always, we'll start with last week's results. Uh, we got a tie for second and third place. Um, both on 12.3% uh, was Kaus's uh, choice of charges that only work a bit. Um, and my choice, uh, the location of modern football stadiums, um, but with a with an expected um, landslide victory. Hopefully, the only landslide victory he's ever going to have again. Uh, Rishi Sunak, uh, Rodri's pick, seventy five point four percent of the vote. Um, Rodri, the emergency uh, wrong and break glass for wrong and or whatever it is, uh, worked a treat this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just gonna use that again. Um, yeah, yeah, gotta be happy with that. Gotta be happy with that. Absolutely cynical play, but you know. <laughs> yeah, well, it's got to be done. Uh, so that means you can kick off this week um, with um, with a uh, with a wrong end. Have you got one lined up? I didn't originally, but I have. I've thought of one off the off the cuff. I was on a stag do in the, in England in Brighton on the weekend. Um, yeah. And it's probably a lot to do with bank holiday, the traffic and stuff. But I'm going to go for Bring Glass Tunnels. Oh, that is a very good shout. Because I have never been through the Bring Glass Tunnels where there's not been traffic. Yeah. And it's on every traffic report in South Wales, congestion by the Bring Glass Tunnels. And you can just yeah. guarantee. And I don't know why. What is it? Is it well, because- no, I- yeah, do people shit themselves when they go in the tunnel? Yeah, really oh sort of, no! Because, <laughs> yeah. because as, soon as, you, as soon as you're through the tunnels, it immediately opens up. Yeah, uh, it's it's madness. It I, blows it, my mind every time. Uh, like I was like, we were stuck in traffic for like coming westbound yesterday. It wasn't so bad because you could see traffic on the eastbound back from like Pembrokeshire. I think most a lot of mm. or the or somewhere like that was quite bad and going over the bridge. But then the bring glass tunnels in each direction was just chock a block and i was like looking up where are we where are we i was like of course that's where we are bring glass yeah. tunnels and it's just never fails to amaze me how it's i, I don't think i've ever been through there like faster than <laughs> especially well leading yeah. up to especially faster than about five miles per hour it's, it's madness <laughs> it is madness yeah if you time it wrong any any sort of i think between like three o'clock and six probably even seven o'clock every day it, there is always always um some sort of traffic absolute farce uh so a very good pick i mean lewis you probably don't know too much about the bring glass tunnels as someone who no, only, who, no. who really travels from cardiff yeah i've, I've uh, not i've not east. i've not really gone for the uh north walian vote area yeah yeah like. yeah that's definitely one for the south walians um but yeah. uh i i i might i may just surrender my pick because that is a <laughs> that is a fantastic pick um so yeah uh lewis then uh you you usually upset people at this point every time you come yeah, on the podcast. Yeah. No, I, I, I want to go. I'm, I'm, I'm getting comfy. Yeah. 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 Uh, what are yeah. we going for this week? Um, I actually was thinking today. I thought of a few, but I thought no, no I'm gonna be nicer. Um, the last few times I almost got into trouble. So um, uh, cues just in general. Similar, actually, no, no, not yeah. cues in general. I go, I go cues in pubs and nightclubs. Okay. Um, yeah. Because you go to the pub to like, for instance, for me to see my friends who I've not seen since, uh, you know, late December, early January, and you spend half the time up by the bar waiting to get a drink and stuff, and 
you know, for instance, um, I went to, it's not really my scene, but I went to a rave on Sunday night. Oh, Christ. Where, where, and I must where, just, where does one go for a rave in the Bangor uh, area? Fat Cat in the basement in Fat Cat on the high street. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't ask. Um, it was, oh, one of the most filthy places I've ever seen. For instance, I, I came home and um, my mum asked, did I uh, walk through fields to get home? And I said, no. That, that was just what the floor was like inside oh, no. um, and I, I reckon in this rave I, I spent about 75% of the time waiting for a drink mm, and yeah. oh it's just an absolute nightmare absolute nightmare well to be honest I didn't really mind it so much in the rave because I, I wasn't really doing much downstairs in the in the basement bit uh, <laughs> through oh, shapes or whatever it, oh I was so out of place um, <laughs> but yeah um just cues for getting drinks and yeah. it means i can't drink as fast yeah which well probably a good thing actually but um oh, and then you know you have to if you're up by the bar then your mate says oh can you get me one as well or whatever so you're walking back through the crowd with three or four drinks and you spill quite a lot down yourself and yeah just and the you know the knobheads you sort of push through and yeah, just just queuing at bars or and if, clubs and stuff. And if you've got a hateable face like mine, the bartender just tends to ignore you. Yeah, um, yeah. that's, yeah, that's that. a problem with me as well. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I thought it was an age thing that you don't like busy pubs, but I, th- I think uh, a lot of people can get on board with that. It's just you know, when especially if you're in there to catch up with mates like Lewis was saying. Yeah, yeah. You you're spending at least seventy five percent of your time away from them, getting them drinks, and you know, yeah. or waiting for them to come back with drinks. Yeah. yeah, that's a common, common scourge of a night out. That is the old cues. Yeah, and get bartenders replying to the tweets now saying, "Oh, <laughs> yeah. so inconsiderate." And he's got to think. Another group yeah. out to get you. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a, a cancelled. Uh, I'm a barman myself, so. And have been for a few years, so I, I understand their their point of view. But yeah, just, yeah. I, I don't it's like the other people in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not their fault. And well, the the people who are even worse wrongs are the ones who like sort of click their fingers and try oh, and wave yes. down oh, people. Yeah. Uh, that that's even worse. Um, it's obviously not the bartender's fault. Or, or the people who clearly came to the bar after you, and they 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 just barge in front of you. And yeah, and yeah. Get their drinks in first. You're like, oh, come on, mate. You're te- testing my patience here. Yeah. 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 Taking advantage of your good nature by uh, just being a rude idiot. Even yeah. worse than the rugby fans and motorcyclists side of side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it, I mean, I'm surprised there was such a big queue for alcohol in a rave. That's an interesting one. I thought well, it would be just well, water they were after. Ta- yeah, tap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what was uh, taking them so long. The tap yeah. is in the back. <laughs> I've uh, many a time as a sober person, everyone just thinks I'm on drugs because I'm just hammering tap water, um, <laughs> and I'm just I'm just an intense bloke, I guess. Um, <laughs> right, uh, my pick. Um, I was struggling this week, but I've just come to terms with something that has been bugging me for a while. Uh, inspired by the weekend, it's um, it's how do I word this now? Uh, the success. Um, and just the fact that they're both too good, really, that it's ruining football. Um, that is uh, Man City and Liverpool. Um, at the moment, as a fan, 
obviously, if you're a fan of either club, it's probably absolutely brilliant, and you're probably having a great time. Um, so yeah, I mean, why? F- fair enough to you. But as a fan of, um, you know, I'm a, I'm very much a neutral when it comes to the pe- uh, the Premier League um, and the Champions League and whatnot. Um, but yeah, just just I mean, I know I know it's not Man City, but uh, but um, it's the first time since I think it was '93 that both the League Cup final and the FA Cup final have had the same teams in them. Um, uh, Chelsea, Liverpool, obviously in the League Cup, and again in the FA Cup final this this year. So yeah, I just the fact that now um, you know I watched the Liverpool Man City game last weekend in the Premier League. I watched them again on the weekend. Uh, they'll likely play each other probably in the in the in the Champions League final. Um, yeah, it's just it's just a bit shit as a neutral that it's just the same two teams. I mean, thankfully they are both really fun to watch, um, and I do enjoy watching them. Although I say enjoy, I, I enjoy watching them play each other. Um, I can't watch usually either team, especially Liverpool when they play anyone else in the Premier League because it's just this inevitability that yeah. they're just well, going to uh, win three nil, and it's just there's as, no uh, yeah. As a Leeds fan. I've seen Leeds lose seven nil to Man City this season and six nil to Liverpool. Exactly. So you just exactly, can't. Yeah. And and you know you can. They didn't even play horrendously bad. Well, they did, but <laughs> 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 you know it's just you got you kind of going into them games if you support a Premier League club or if you play them in the cup or whatever you 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 go into games against them now thinking can we please keep the score down rather than yeah. can we win like it's uh, yeah, yeah it's a bit like that you go back 10 years ago and on and on, and on their day most championship clubs would give those teams a game yeah. um but yeah you know, even the fact that man city rotated in the fa cup semi final is just it's just <laughs> mental isn't it you know yeah. um but yeah that's that's modern football and the money in the in the, at the top of the game but obviously money doesn't equal success i think they're both just really well run and i mean Say what you want about Man City's owners. I'll, I won't get onto that now. Um, but yeah, they're just they're two very good coaches, and we are probably living through uh, a golden age of that. But I also think it's a bit like you know, give every give someone else a chance, please. Um, yeah. And I mean, I don't want to bring it. I don't want to rub salt in the wounds, Lewis. But as a Man United fan, it must be absolutely sickening that yeah. the two best teams yeah. in, in in England are the two biggest rivals of Man United who were I saw something the other day and, and it was like would you rather see um, Man City win the no what was it Man Man City win the quadruple or Liverpool win the treble right I think Liverpool it's Liverpool it? treble oh no Liverpool, Liverpool the other way the other way around yeah, yeah. yeah the other way around the and, oof, I, 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 I'm not really sure come on probably <laughs> which one yeah. neither neither yeah. and Obviously, Man United are playing against Liverpool tonight when we're recording this, and um, Phil Jones is starting. I just got a notification. <laughs> Phil Jones, yeah. To, to be fair, he played in a game earlier in the season, Phil Jones, and he had an absolute stormer. Was, yeah. Against Wolves, it was. I was, it I was there. Wolves, I was, yeah. yeah. I, I was so shocked that he actually, he actually played quite well. And you, I think we're gonna playing be... a back three Maguire, oh. Lindelof, and Jones. Are you gonna be are you gonna be watching that after this podcast? Because uh, nope, no, sounds no, a bit no, like no. torture. Yeah, 
<laughs> those three would fail to get a game in um well struggle to get a game in our games uh, the alternative Wales ones. <laughs> yeah there is uh, absolutely no way in hell that i am picking harry Maguire over over nathan davis at center back um, <laughs> absolutely no chance uh right enough about english football but uh, yeah that's my pick this week so uh voting will start on friday and you can pick from the bring glass tunnels uh cues at pubs slash nightclubs slash drinking venues and um uh, the success of Liverpool and Man City, I think. No, I, I, I let them have the success. Just the dominance, the do- that's yeah. the, the dominance of Man City and Liverpool, uh, basically ruining, um, ruining it for the rest of us. It's like the, it's like the lad who was really good at football at school who just hogged the ball and yeah. just ran through everyone and scored. Um, I was obviously not that one, as as anyone who's seen me play football can attest. Uh, right. Uh, moving on then, uh, that was Wrong of the Week. Uh, next is your weird and wonderful questions. Right then, uh, time for your questions uh, to close the pod. Uh, we'll start with Matthew Davis, who has asked, um, if you had to pick another Welsh person from a different sport to pay Pell Droid for Cymru, who are you picking? He said, uh, golfers seems too well for us. Um, Rod, have you, uh, who, who do you fancy as a bit of a footballer that isn't a footballer? Oh, well, of other Welsh sports. Other Welsh sports, yeah. Hmm. Right. <laughs> Let me have a quick think. <laughs> Fill the silence if you want. Um... Well, I'm just going to say about a couple who have crossed over in the women's game. Um, actually, yeah. is it Nia Jones uh, who pops up sometimes as um, as a um, uh, what's it called a, 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 a pundit? She currently plays netball and has had caps for the Welsh women's team. Um, as uh, as Lauren Price, um, I don't think she's had caps for the women's team. She's the the boxer who won. Boxer, yeah. Uh, yeah. She won gold, didn't she? At, um, yeah, she did. Yeah, uh, yeah, she's had two caps for Wales um, at football and obviously won gold as a boxer. So in the women's game, there's been a, a bit of a crossover. Um, Astrid Manach girl, uh, big shout out to uh, Evan Williams who lives near there. So maybe yeah. you know her. Um, but uh, but yeah, uh, th- there's a bit of time filled for you, Rod. Anyone you fancy uh, having a go at football? I was actually thinking of um, uh, Jay Jay Jones as a taekwondo. <gasps> yeah, that's, that's, that was my one. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, that you, well, I was I wasn't until you mentioned the boxing. Then it's just I just started thinking of uh, other successful Olympians from Wales, and yeah, she's the one that's popped into my head there. I think, I think she'd, uh, she'd be a de- decent. Uh... I think she'd play well as a defensive midfielder in a three. <laughs> <laughs> once once Joe Allen's uh, retired from yeah. international duties, you can play. She'd have, sort of a, like... she'd have a hell of a shunt on her as well with the old taekwondo. <laughs> yeah. All about yeah. sweeping your legs and stuff in it. So. You can play sort of free up Ramsey and Brennan Johnson and play her as a as a six. <laughs> <laughs> sweep everything up. Yeah, um, I was just trying to think of who's like Garen Price. Can't see him being much of a footballer. No, no. Um, obviously or Johnny Clayton. Yeah, very good yeah, at rugby. Very, both of them. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah. Is there anyone in the rugby hmm. team? Again, I don't know many of them. I guess it would be one of the wingers, Louis Rees-Samet. I bet he's probably like. Well, Ben Kabango's brother. Ben Kabango's brother's a winger, isn't he? So yeah, I'm Theo sure he's Kabango. got a bit about him. People who are usually good at one sport usually mean they're good at other sports. Uh, most like the ones that I know f- uh, from school, the ones that were really good at one sport were usually like 
really good at loads of sports and you're just like how the fuck has he got all that talent yeah <laughs> you know hogging all the talent in every sport so um it is a bit like i it. know reese priestland the uh 10 for wales um the fly half he i think he had like i think he ho- holds the record in the english premiership for the most consecutive um kicks scored Oh, there we are. So we could be on penalties. I think he's got something like nah, 30 odd in a put row. Put them all over the bar, though, wouldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Get the yeah. <laughs> Three points for Wales. Yeah. Um, I, I know Gavin Henson has a Sunday league team that plays in the Bridgend area. And as far as I'm aware, not that good. And it sounds like it must be really stressful for him because people just turn up and abuse him. <laughs> not abuse him, just give him shit. You know, he's obviously uh, a target. But, uh, but yeah, I think uh, hopefully that answers your question, Matt. We'll, we'll go with Jay Jones as the final answer. Um, oh, I tell you what, actually, I bet Geraint Thomas probably has a bit about him. Yeah. Yeah. I bet, bet Geraint Thomas, the cyclist. Boxer oh, box. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I bet he's got a hell of an engine on him. Yes. Um, probably um, a good fullback, especially yes. now. Yeah, uh, yeah, five of the back system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up and down, up and down. Uh, on his bike, eh? Uh, right, moving on. Um, <laughs> oh. uh, Radio <laughs> Glanai uh, uh Big shout out to them. Uh, have a listen to their shows. You can find them on Twitter at Radio Glanai D. I think there's a, a, a show, I think it was episode 36 off the top of my head. Sorry if I've got that wrong, Adam. Uh, where, where there's a few... Um, uh, cameos by uh, uh, a few of us from uh, of Wales. Uh, his question is, given the absolute shit show shown by the tourists in Aruri, in particular on a Withver recently, apparently, I haven't seen this, shitting on the paths. That's a new <laughs> one for me. Uh, what fuckery would you do to prevent <laughs> this given tourism is only 4% of our economy? Um, Lewis, obviously, you're from that neck of the woods. Uh, yeah. A Gwynedd yeah. boy, born and raised. Um, what what would be your anti uh, idiocy tourism uh, tactics, uh, other than uh, cha- changing to Welsh every time an English person walks in a pub? Yeah, that's that's what they teach Welsh for here. Yeah, um, <laughs> just for that for that exact moment. Um, I don't know. The first thing that came to my mind: piss on their chips. So instead <laughs> of putting vinegar in the bottles, literally put piss in them. Yeah, you can, and then you can uh, la- label one in Welsh that the, it's the actual vinegar, and, and yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I, I'm yeah. not saying to do this by any means. I don't want to get into any trouble again. I like tourists. I love tourists and rugby players and motorcyclists. I don't, I hate, I like, love everybody. I don't hate anybody. <laughs> I promise. Um, yeah. Uh, Rod, what would your uh, anti tourism. Uh, uh, or, or, Obviously, That's come out wrong, isn't it? Yeah, we we, 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 we welcome tourism and tourists, but just the to ones stop that, them the, being the ones fucking idiots on yeah. public footpaths. Yeah, which is and that's a new one for me. I haven't heard yeah, that one, but that's uh, quite disgraceful, really. Yeah, you know, at least find find a cave or something to go in. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I, I immediately thought of you know when people piss in swimming pools. I don't know if it's an actual thing, but there was this thing going around years ago where there was dye in the water that would change colour. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So maybe have something like that on a on the path. It would just like set up sh- like a massive flare or a landmine. Yeah. Landmine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So well, if they're shitting on the footpath, they need you know serious serious consequences. So yeah, maybe I nothing, guess not, not something that's going to permanently maim them, but something that will uh, really give them a you know a chance to think about their actions. You know, 
yeah. rocket up the ass, literally like similar guy. I just want to say as well, I know a lot of local people who would shit on <laughs> Snowden as us. So it might not have even been a tourist. Yeah, a fair point. No, I, 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 it doesn't have to be tourists, but if you're shitting on a, on a footpath, yeah, I, either from, way, yeah, you, come on, like, yeah, yeah, that's where Rodri draws the line. Um, <laughs> right, Alan Roberts has said, uh, if your club got promoted and Wales qualified for the World Cup on the same day, what would your emotions be? Now, Alid, obviously this could well happen this year. Um, I think it would, one, start off being quite bittersweet that I would have missed one of them. But I think I'd probably just combust in the end of just like yeah. pure joy and adulation um, because it would just be too much for me. If I if I was a doctor working in the A&E, I'd make sure I was off shift that week, uh, weekend. <laughs> you know, that's going to be a lot of intoxicated it's going to be catastrophic <laughs> uh, uh, amounts of uh, yeah alcohol uh, poisonings and stuff like that. I think I don't know. The simple answer is you would just it would just be too much to take in. I think. <laughs> yeah, I w- I was completely mentally and emotionally drained after the Austria game. Let alone yeah doing that one again. Actually getting to the World Cup and, and um my my club yeah, going up. Yeah. yeah, if I was a Wrexham fan, that would just be um too much. Too yeah. much. Good right luck, because I I hope it does happen. Yeah, <laughs> you know. and, I, and I do hope that whatever your decision is, you you pick the right one. Because if you yeah, do, hope you can live with it. it. Yeah, because I I <laughs> I've had a good old think, and I I mean I'd probably go for the Wales game over Cardiff being promoted, but Cardiff being promoted to the Premier League is a bit different to Wrexham finally being promoted from um from the yeah. uh, the conference so yeah hopefully it isn't the case but we will see like i said last week maybe they'll just crash and burn in the playoffs um, <laughs> not that i'm hoping for that but it would save you all a bit of stress although or win the league or win the league yeah absolutely um also if rex any rex fans do want to sell their tickets for the final when it comes around i know plenty yeah. of people who will I mean, take yeah, them off yeah. your hands yeah I, i'll uh... Give me a shout as well. <laughs> I've already had people asking now since the dates have come out. And I said, yeah. just wait to see if Wrexham get to the final and then we can sort it out. <laughs> uh, right. Uh, Chairman Lamau, also known as Ben the Tim, also known as Ben the Cat. Uh, he said, <laughs> uh, which Welsh football club has the best social media and why is it Atlantic Major FC? Absolutely spot on. I think Penna Bons is uh, just, just in a close second, run by an absolute chancer. Um, <laughs> two, <laughs> yeah, two chances. Christ, yeah. Um, right? Uh, yeah, I think they're, they're the best social media of any football club in the world. Um, so big up, Atlantic Major. Also, uh, Alternative Wales will be sponsoring their sleeve next season. Look out for the kit when it's released because it's absolutely belting. Uh, I'm, I'm very proud to be um, sponsoring such a great football club. Uh, Paul Burns has said, "Is walking football a sport?" Asking for a friend uh, who is over 50 and been to a couple of walking football sessions. Also come this friend who was born in England but has lived in Wales for 20 years. <laughs> Try and make a claim slash dream about getting a Welsh cap. Absolutely, Paul. I am already looking forward to the day that I can play walking football. Um, arguably, when I do play football, it is walking football. Um, <laughs> but yeah, absolutely a sport. And I love the fact that there is a Welsh team and you can get a cap. Um at uh, whatever age you might be over 50, Paul. Um, but uh, yeah, I'll be, I'll definitely be playing walking football um, unless I use loose, unless I lose use of my legs before then. Um, any thoughts on walking That's football, boys? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, like you said, uh, 
not pretty much any time I play football, it's uh, over fifty percent walking around the place. So uh, <laughs> anything you can get a cap in, I'm all for. I yeah. Think. Yeah, Absolutely, because I'm I'm holding out that same hope that maybe I'll get a cap in. I don't know. Uh, I, well, I was just trying to make a sport off the top of my head. Crisp wrestling is all I thought of, and why the hell that's, that's in my head? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the hell. I know. That is, but yeah. Walking football is quite big on Anglesey. I think. Um, I know my my old football manager got capped for Wales. I think in walking football. There you so, go, Paul. There might that might be your in. Um, Moved to to Amloch. I know they've got a team. Yeah, um, and I think as you have lived in Wales for twenty years, I'm sure you can claim residency um, and get a cap. So uh, good luck to you, Paul. Uh, oh, your friend, sorry. Yeah, his mate. Yeah, friends in friends in, uh, in quotation marks. Um, so good luck, Paul, and your friend. Uh, and hopefully, we'll be seeing you in a Welsh shirt soon enough. Uh, Pod father Alan the Axe, Alan March has asked if you were to appear on Mastermind. What would be your chosen subject, Rod? Any um, any chosen subject that you go for? I was uh, mildly obsessed with puffins when I was younger, <laughs> so I, I don't really know much about them these days. I kind of lost all that knowledge when I started drinking. I think, um, <laughs> but yeah, for nostalgic reasons, maybe I'd go for puffins. The yeah. Life and times of <laughs> John Buffett. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you have to come up with a line like that, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Puff- Lewis? Puffins, Puffins, 1996 to 2003. There we are. Yeah. That'll do. Um, uh, Lewis, what, what, what would your mastermind subject be? Uh, it's quite niche, but I think I'd go for pubs in Bangor. Pubs in Bangor. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, uh, I've had, well, my friends, like uh, Paul, uh, uh my friends have been going to pubs since 16. Oh, right. In Bangor. Yeah. Well, easy. Easily done. Easily done, yeah. Yeah. Um, my so pick pubs. would probably just be the Euro 2016 squad, because I think, uh, or, oh, yeah. or Wales at Euro 2016, because I think I've taken in every single piece of possible media uh, <laughs> that was created around Euro 2016. So I think I know everything there is to know. Um, so that would be a safe bet. Can I go as niche as that? I'm sure I can, can't I? Um, yeah, I think I've seen people go very niche, so yeah, yeah, yeah I think you probably yeah. could, yeah. Yeah, if yeah. not, I'd, I'd probably go, I don't know, The Clash as well, if we're talking non-football. Oh, Big fan yeah. of The Clash, know a lot about them. Uh, this has sparked a bit of a conversation already. Uh, Podcast Pell Droid, uh, our fellow uh, Welsh podcasters, have asked, your favourite Wales men's player to win 10 caps or fewer? Uh, a few shouts from the replies. Uh, Laura McAllister said Matty Jones, although he, he, he did win a few more than 10, uh, currently working alongside Gemma Granger. A great shout. Enjoyed him. Um, Tim Hartley has said Andy Legg. Uh, great shout. Uh, Wales Away said Owen Von Williams. Another great shout. Uh, yeah. Howell uh, Davis said Christian Rib- uh, Ribeiro, also a, a favourite of the podcast. Um, <laughs> Chris Priss said Carl Reddy and Roger Freestone. I'm sure all Swansea fans will agree with Rog. Uh, Gwyn Jenkins, David Smallman, uh, Hugh Owen said Jason Bowen. That's a great shout. Love Jason Bowen as a player for Cardiff. It's a shame he didn't get more. Uh, he also suggested a few over 10 caps Paul Parry, Darcy Blake, Jack Collison, and Emmett Hughes. Uh, Colin Lewis said Pat Vanden Howe, another classic. Um, South Wales Red said Gareth Davis, uh, three caps of Wales, 490 for Wrexham. Rich Lewis said Darcy Blake. Um, 
And yeah, uh, any particular favourite under 10 cappers, uh, Rod? Well, Matthew Jones would have been my gopher, but I think he's had a few more than 10, so I'm not sure if he qualifies. Um, I'm just uh, having a quick think. <laughs> uh, only one second whilst I think. Yeah, slow thinking slash, today. Slash check. <laughs> Anyone come to mind for you, um, uh, Lewis, while Rodri is thinking? Uh, yeah, uh, Owen Vaughan, uh, like like has been mentioned. Then I feel like he's sort of well, he's living all the North Walian people's dreams. You don't see many people from, especially sort of the smaller village um, villages like where he comes from. Um, uh, went to watch Bangor City quite a lot when he was younger, I believe as well. So I feel uh, I, I, I've got a lot that I can resonate with him. But then also. I feel like I can also go with current players because Brennan Johnson I really like at the minute mm. and I know he will get a lot more than 10 caps but I looked earlier and he's, he's on nine so I'm going to cheat the system. Yeah. There you go. Mm. Brennan Johnson and Owen Vaughan. Good shouts, uh, Owen Vaughan, yeah. I think he's just one of them that'll just go down in in folklore um, mm. uh, because, yeah, he's, he's just such a, a good bloke um, and got to live, like you said, um, the dreams of many, many people. Um, I know he does a bit as well to help out at Carnarvon Town, um, like doing sort of academy sessions with their goalkeepers and stuff. So, oh, brilliant! He's just a local legend as well. He's so, got a new job in uh, the states again. I saw the other yes, day. Yes, I did see. Was yeah. it like a goalkeeper yeah. coach at? Um, yeah, I think so. It wasn't an MLS side, but yeah, he's gone yeah. back out of the states. So, um, I've got um, one of his paintings from Euro twenty sixteen waiting to be. Put on the wall as well. Um, yeah, and so I got the interviewed him, oh, spoken to him before. Very, very nice guy. So, yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, Ron, and I think, oh, sorry, sorry to keep <laughs> going more. on about it. Ron, spend your thinking time, mate. <laughs> if I remember rightly, I'd have been in this, is gonna make you feel, um, feel old now. But I, I was in year nine when uh, we were in the Euros in 2016. And I wow. think. My Welsh teacher, well, I know that my Welsh teacher is from the same village as Owen Vaughan. And I remember we all like, everybody in my Welsh class sort of like made like a massive poster and sort of like wrote good luck wishes. And I think at least we were told that he took it with him to the Euros and showed the squad. Nice. So So, part of the reason why we were so successful was because of the poster you made in year nine. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely fair enough. Uh, Right, Rod. Then you're thinking? No, not really. I okay. uh, I was listening away there, but I, I did have a quick search for Ben Woodburn because I want yeah. him to kick on again. Uh, but he's on eleven, so he's disqualified. Oh, is he? Fucking <laughs> I remember that. I, I, yeah, he would have been a bit of a nice flash in the pan that one goal yeah. against Austria. Yeah, I had a quick cursory glance at Lewin Iatang. He's had thirty-four caps when I didn't realise he'd have that many. But thirty-four um, caps. It, yeah, I knew I he did. had a fair chunk. I I thought I knew he had. A, I thought he had like roughly. Just over ten. Per- I don't remember him playing that often. No, but, but there we are. They were dark. Blanked. They were dark. Times, <laughs> yeah, they? I've blanked a lot of that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I always enjoyed the old Lewin. Um, <laughs> he was linked with Barcelona in his early days. He was. Yeah, well, yeah, forgotten talent. Yeah. Uh, now it's hard to look past Owen Vaughan. Yeah, Jason Bowen, a great shot. I loved watching him for Cardiff and Andy Leg as well. Both um, Cardiff icons that never quite um, 
kicked on at international level. Um, Reese Weston as well. I'm sure he didn't get more than ten. Um, I can't. I can't check. Daniel Nardelio, another great name um, that never kicked on. Um, the one I did think of, but I, he's got a little bit more. He's got fifteen. Is Ewan Roberts? Love that bloke. Ah, yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, great pundit. Um, Just get him back yeah, for a goal at least. Enough. Get him back for a goal. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who knows? Um, who knows? <laughs> who knows? You never know, do you? You never know. <laughs> Owen Tidd Owen Jones didn't get many either, and I like him as well. So uh, yeah, seven, I think he got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many um, did Malcolm Allen get? He probably, yeah, he had a lot. I would have got a few with Neil Malks. Yeah, uh, yeah. He, he got uh, Malcolm Allen got fourteen caps and three goals. That's probably one of the best goal to cap ratios of anyone. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Good shouts. Uh, right. Jamie Evans says, uh, I was on crutches after knee dislocations for the Hungary and Austria games. Uh, I think it's a lucky charm, but I've run out of knees to dislocate now. What do I need to injure for the playoff final? Uh, Rodri is a man of many injuries and low-key ailments. I'm sure I feel like you're in the best position to answer this question. Well, I, I was just thinking uh, one thing I hope he doesn't get broken on the night is his heart. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the no. Um, no, I don't wish injury on anyone, you know. Um, maybe just don't dislocate anything. That's a bit far, isn't it? Um, yeah. Maybe sprain your wrist or something, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do something. Stub your like, toe on the seat. Yeah, yeah, stub your toe. In a goal celebration. Yeah. yeah. Shin Get some <laughs> conjunctivitis on the go or something. Uh Nathan Jones has said uh, he saw a clip earlier of Leeds get into a final after winning a coin toss against Bologna. Uh, the game had finished one all. Uh, so with this in mind, Scotland-Ukraine ends at a draw. The coin comes out. Bale makes the call. What does he go with? I was Great just thinking of the old Brian Clough line that you won everything by coin tosses. <laughs> um, it's got to be Tales of Wales, really, isn't it? Let's Tales of Wales, yeah. yeah. Never, Go never choose so, the Queen. Yeah, yeah, of course he wouldn't choose. Sales for Wales never fails. Yeah, yeah. the Queen, um, <laughs> Union Jack, the bad back, and all that, etc. Et yeah, etc. Yeah. Uh, right, um, Boosh, here he is. Uh, quiet, please. <laughs> and the bands played on, rocked out '80s Yorkshire band Saxon. There are a few bands associated with football clubs: GLC with Newport County, Half Man, Half Biscuit, and Tramia Rovers. Uh, he, he notes they're a wonderful band. Um, so what top of the popsters would you like associated with your football team? He does go on to say that ha- uh, he, he wrote HMHB are half man, half biscuit. I have heard of them, Boosh. Big fan. Very funny yeah. boys. Um, yeah, Joy Division of Gloves is my favourite. Um, and National Shite Day as well. Both, both two belters. Uh, so yeah, um, I mean, obviously, we're blessed in Wales that quite a few bands uh, quite openly support the national team. Uh, Manchester Preachers, Suit Free Animals come to mind. Anyone uh, you'd like to be associated with your football team? I, I, do they have to be from the area? I don't know. Or can you just pick <coughs> someone random? Um, mm. Who knows? Any 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 takers? I'd quite like... Um, uh, obviously, Man United have got Stone Roses that they're quite... Um, you know, uh, I think they're Man United fans, and you know, quite a basic answer. But I, I kind of wish that Oasis were Man United fans because mm-hmm. every time I listen to them, I'm thinking, you, like, I, I enjoy their music and stuff. But it's obviously um, 
they were Man City fans. Uh, and, you know, I've been a Wrexham fan for a very long time now, ever since uh, <laughs> Rob and Ryan took over and bought the club. Um, and the band that played us out last time, um, the Royston Club, they're from Wrexham. And I, I know I've seen quite a bit of um, interaction with Wrexham and the Royston Club on Twitter. So I, I'd say that they're quite well associated as well. Good stuff. Uh, Rodri, any um, thoughts for you? Leeds have got the Kaiser Chiefs. That's a bit lame, isn't it? It's a bit lame, yeah. Um, for Leeds, I was just thinking Joy Division because everyone thinks Leeds are falling apart anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, fair um, point. And I'm, I'm a big Joy Division fan. Um don't know. I was thinking more of fucking Devery to keep it uh, well yeah. football. But, um, I don't know. Someone like Eddie Grant for the fuck of it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That would be, or, uh, yeah, Eddie Grant associated with Slandovery FC. Or, or, or Bad Manners. Remember Bad Manners? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Lip Up Fatty and all that. But yeah. Lip Up, lip up Devery or something, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. Yeah. Um, For Cardiff, though, who would... I mean, obviously, Super Animals have got a loose connection with Cardiff. Obviously, a few of them are Cardiff boys and have sponsored the kit in the past. Uh, GLC for Newport is, is brilliant. That's, yeah, that's class. Some very good stuff over the years. Um, whew. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, sorry, I don't know, Boosh. Um, <laughs> sorry. To um, to be continued. To be continued. Yeah. I uh, just had a thought. That Kelly Jones is a Leeds fan, and he from Stereophonics. Yeah. Um, uh, then a lot of people slate Stereophonics is recent stuff. So yeah, I, 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 just... I very much one of them. Um, so yeah right uh, that podcast (laughs) is over uh, just about Uh, small bits of admin Uh, keep buying the fanzine Uh, there's more coming out uh, issue 6 will be out um, a little bit earlier this time it's going to be out the last day of May because of the fixture move so I want to get it out before the Poland game Um, so yeah keep doing that and yeah obviously it's one year since we started the podcast so a massive thank you to everyone who's listened to it Um, the numbers are keeping keep going up um you know the fact that one year on we haven't got ourselves in any sort of lawsuit um we haven't been cancelled um uh yeah we, and we're still going is is testament to people who listen and we keep getting ridiculous questions every week so yeah uh yeah. big thank you to um everyone who listens everyone who's been on it obviously if you're listening uh megan sarah evra uh billy webb um tom phillips i'm probably gonna get forget someone i knew i shouldn't have started listening listing people uh evan powell um and Kaus obviously um <laughs> Lewis and, and Roger are on tonight yeah so yeah big thank you to everyone who's listened uh got involved um because yeah long may continue onwards and upwards um and all that so yeah that's my soppy one year message out of the way um uh, no thanks for Phillips then no thanks for Phillips Absolutely no, no Phillips. Not, more a hindrance than a help yeah definitely yeah. more a hindrance than a help um uh, Lewis, uh, I should have asked you earlier, but that's the kind of guy I am. Uh, you can pick a track to play us out this week. Uh, obviously, you're back on, and uh, your last one was uh, fairly popular. I don't know if you got one. Uh, I'll let Rodri have his closing statement before uh, we come to yeah, you. Yeah. So, uh, Rodri, any closing statements? I was just going to say a big shout out to you because it's uh, you. You're the one who does all the uh, work here. Let's be honest. So, yeah, I guess so. Uh, um, so uh, yeah, so I suppose you deserve some some sort of mention and a bit of credit there. Yeah, not too much. Now. Still but... getting me on, which is a surprise, but uh, you know, I'm appreciative of it. And uh, just giving the people yeah. what they want. They want to yeah, hear. Not... They want to hear you in pain every week, Rod. 
Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping that's not going to be long term now. <laughs> be, uh, the pain needs to stop. <laughs> I did fed uh, for next week. Yeah, but anyway, um, I can't. Seen as cows isn't here, I can I can pinch my cat rays back and just say, keep on trucking with a bit of this as well. <laughs> oh, it's a diff- <laughs> slightly different one this time around. It's 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 meant to be a truck horn. Yeah. Okay, keep on trucking. Yeah, yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah, got it, got it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very good, very good, Rod. <laughs> a, a big shout out, Rod. You, you, you were a mess, and you've you've really got through this pod. Um, I'd say, I'd at least give you a six and a half out of ten for your performance yeah. tonight. By hook or by crooking it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. What a trooper. Yeah. Uh, Lewis, uh, any closing statements? And what track are you picking to close close the show? Uh, closing statement. Um, in Tommy's absence, I'm going to go for his quote that he made. Him, nobody else, and uh, yeah, come on. <laughs> oh, here we are. Never end. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, because um, oh, in fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for a keep on trucking as well, and oh, I'm gonna yeah, gonna, we, we need to keep it up north, case. keep it up north. Yeah, you know, regain what we own. So that's that's me done. <laughs> big <laughs> shout out, the... <laughs> big shout out to the fish cake. Ah, keep Christ. on caking. Right, my letter okay. resignation is coming your way. <laughs> Hashtag embrace the cake. <laughs> right, what are we playing yeah. out on then, Lewis? Uh, second time they've been mentioned, um, the Royston Club. Uh, again? You did it last yes, time? Yes, again. Okay, I know. Again. Well, they're that Fair good. Enough. That's how good a band they One are. And I'm going to watch them next Wednesday um, in Manchester. Nice. Uh, and this song was the music video was filmed in Bumaris on Anglesey. I don't know if oh, either of you've been. I have, yeah. Very nice place, and yeah. it is called Kerosene. So yeah, that's uh, Kerosene by the Royston Club. Thanks again, bo- uh, both uh, Roger, especially you for really, Ke- really Ke- trucking. Uh, that, on that note, Kerosene is what I'm going to be pouring all over myself now. After <laughs> 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 Get yourself off to bed, Rod. You deserve it. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm going to be doing. Um, will be, I think. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. So yeah. Thanks again for listening. Thanks again for interacting, and thanks again for being um, being Welsh and people who aren't Welsh. <laughs> thanks again for liking Alternative <laughs> Wales. Bye. <laughs> I want to feel human for an hour. Telling all your secrets to the boy you never met And now he's lifting up your dress Your friends say you're a mess But I used to pop a pill or two To watch you get undressed